you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. And this is NFL Inside Report. Following your Week 10 Sunday, Tom Pelissero joins us with insight on the news around the league, including Cam Newton's reunion in Carolina and how COVID protocols could impact playoff races. But first, the 2020 Defensive Rookie of the Year is now out for the remainder of the 2021 season. Washington football team edge rusher Chase Young went down with a knee injury in the second quarter of WFT's win over Tampa, and head coach Ron Rivera confirming the worst. Young sustaining a torn ACL, season over. Our NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport now with the details. Yeah, Chase Young out for the season with a torn ACL, an injury that basically they expected immediately. Watch the non-contact injury, watch his reaction, and Of course, as is the case with any ACL injury, uh, the doctors go in, they do the manual test, and they can tell pretty quickly how serious it is. They knew it was an ACL basically right away, which would mean that one of the best young pass rushers in the NFL and really one of the best young defenders, regardless of position, had a significant injury, had the MRI this morning. Now, as Rivera confirmed, he is out for the season, considering the Washington football team also doesn't have Montez Sweat right now with a fractured jaw. That is two two building blocks that are currently not on the field. And in Miami, after replacing the injured Jacoby Brissett on Thursday night football and the Dolphins win over the Ravens, Tua Tungavailoa is set to make his return to the starting lineup, as head coach Brian Flores noted today. Uh, so my expectation on Tua is that um, you know he'll start this week this weekend. Um, obviously, he's going to have some discomfort with the with the finger. Banged it the other day. Um, we were trying to avoid that, but you know it happened. But uh, just had some time to to rest it, and um, 
and practice today, and that's my expectation for this weekend. And now for more on one of the biggest headlines of the week. Oh, and look who we have coming in right now. Number one, Cam Newton is coming in. Resign with the Panthers on Thursday. Just three days ago, McCaffrey split out wide to the right. Newton takes the snap, and he is in for a Panthers touchdown. Tom Pelissero joins us as Cam Newton and the Panthers were triumphant in their first game back together. But Tom, before we talk about Cam's two scores on Sunday and that win over the Cardinals, it feels like this reunion came together about as quick as Carolina built a lead over the Cardinals. Well, Brett, one of the things that's fascinating about this is Cam Newton was let go prior to week one. It was back at the 53-man cutdown deadline by New England. So he was on the street for over two months. I was told the Panthers never reached out on Cam Newton during that span. They never checked up on him. They never really discussed it until this past Tuesday night, the day after they found out Sam Darnold was going to be out four to six weeks with that broken shoulder blade. They were talking through in a meeting with Matt Rule, General Manager Scott Fitter, and a few others about basically what their options were. They had just brought in Matt Barkley off of the Titans practice squad. They figured, okay, this is a guy that we can win with. P.J. Walker will be the starter. Barkley will back him up. They're talking about free agents that were out there, and somebody in the room said, what about Cam? They started to talk through it. They're looking at their roster and saying, we've got the number two ranked defense in the NFL. We feel like we've got good skill on offense. We've obviously got good running backs when Christian McCaffrey's on the field. We're playing well on special teams, and we're a half game back right now of the final playoff spot in the NFC. Matt Rule walked out of that meeting, walked down the hall to his office, and placed the initial call to Cam Newton. Now, Cam said that he actually missed the call. He was doing Taco Tuesday, was tied up, came back to the phone, <laughs> saw the great. name Matthew Rule, and figured somebody must be wet messing with him. I see Matthew Rule miss call. I said, what in the world? It's God. Hey, it's me. Are you playing? So you missed the first call? Yeah. I, but I was, you know, I'm a dad, man, you know, tapping in, doing the re- responsibilities. But they began to talk. By Thursday morning, Cam was on his way into Charlotte to meet with owner David Tepper and Matt Rule and Scott Fitter and others, with along with his father. And what I was told was they really cleared the air because there were things about how Cam's first run with the Panthers came to an end back exactly in March right. 2020 that didn't sit well with them. It took place a couple of weeks after coronavirus had shut down the United States. So it was kind of impersonal. They had to do it virtually. They couldn't have a face-to-face meeting like you normally would. And it happened a couple of weeks after free agency began, which is not ideal timing for any player. So they talked through all of that. They did have enthusiasm from Cam Newton about this possibility. You know, I'm happy to be here. I want everybody to know that I'm happy. But, bruh, it's time to win. They still had to work out the contract, which ended up being really a one-year, $6 million deal realistically. Right. He can earn up to $10 million with incentives, but to get to all the way to $10 million, they got to win the Super Bowl. He's got to be the Super Bowl MVP. It's still significant money for a guy who was sitting out on the street, but Cam was not coming in for free. They wanted to make him feel good about this reunion. And let's be honest, Carolina was in a little bit of a desperate spot. They had given up draft picks to bring in Sam Darnold. He played well the first three games. 
then didn't play well. He had a concussion. Then he had the shoulder. Had a lot of different things going on. But again, you don't want to punt on the second half of your season and go, well, we're good enough with these guys. Cam Newton's a former NFL MVP, somebody who hasn't necessarily played at the top of his game since the start of the 2018 season before he had the shoulder, which was followed by the foot, which was followed by a COVID season in New England last year in 2020. And then obviously they've been out of the NFL, but they bring him in and you saw it in Cam in only nine snaps in that game against Arizona. He certainly looks like a guy who is motivated to prove a lot of people wrong. And Rhett, I'm also told that the Panthers are very open to the idea of Cam Newton and Sam Darnold. Cam and Sam being on the team together in 2022. They already owe Darnold over $18.8 million fully guaranteed. Cam's just on a one-year contract, but if he plays well here, there is the possibility this reunion could extend beyond the end of this season. Uh, And I definitely want to get into that, but just to go back to what you were talking about in terms of the contract details, Matt Rule saying, um, you know, after this limited participation from Cam Newton in this win over the Cardinals, that he's going to get the majority of the first-team reps this week ahead of their matchup you know, against the former Carolina Panthers head coach and Ron Rivera with the Washington football team. Uh, but he's not ready to commit to Cam yet, although it feels like with that contract that they were committing to Cam starting for this team down the stretch. Was that the sense you got as well? Well, certainly. You don't pay that yeah. type of money. And granted, it's, it's really good backup money on the surface, but guys don't get signed in November for that type of right. money if you're not intending to have them be the starting quarterback. It really comes down to this, Red. Cam didn't even get in the building till Thursday. He wasn't on the practice field till a jog through on Friday. He got maybe a couple of reps, if that, on Saturday in practice, and then was out on the field. In other words, it's really difficult. There have been teams that have had to do things in season, start guys really quickly. But if you're talking about starting him over the next eight games that the Panthers have left, it's not a lot of time to get him ready. They'll have three yeah. practices next week. We'll start getting him ready, and if, if he's ready to start, Great. And uh, if it's a, you know, if he's not quite ready yet to do everything, then, you know, obviously PJ is available. There's a lot to learn when you take the, you know, the two minute package and the end of game package and the final plays, there's a lot to learn in a short amount of time. It's hard to do. So we'll, we'll do as best we can and, and see where we are later in the week, but he will get most of the reps. So you're going to have a smaller game plan in all likelihood for Cam Newton. They do like P.J. Walker. Maybe there's a way to use both of them at times. But the full expectation is they want to ramp up Cam Newton as quickly as possible. And it would be a surprise if he is not the starter and play in the majority of snaps next week against Washington. And earlier today on the Move the Sticks podcast, I said that the Carolina Panthers are a team positioned to make a run here. You've got the next two weeks with the Washington football team and the Miami Dolphins before a bye week. And then... Five of their last six games or four of their last five games are division contests in the NFC South right now, which is wide open. And the Panthers are the only team in the division right now that hasn't lost a game to a division opponent. So they are very much in this race. And if, Tom, Cam Newton is one of the catalysts for a playoff run here, you're saying that there is a scenario where he is a Carolina Panther in 2022 as well? even though Sam Darnold is still guaranteed a bunch of money next year? The Panthers are open to that scenario of having Cam and Sam on the field together, as Ian Rappaport's calling me. Go away, Ian. (laughs) The Carolina Panthers are open to the scenario where Cam and Sam are together on that roster in 2022. And here is part of the logic on that. Yeah, Yeah, Sam Darnold is due over $18.8 million 
fully guaranteed. You gave up multiple draft picks for him. Odds are, based on how Darnold has played, based on the injuries, you can't trade that unless you're eating a significant chunk of the money. Well, top-flight quarterbacks in the NFL make 35 40 uh, Patrick Mahomes right. at $45 million. So let's say Cam does play well down the stretch. He's probably not getting $40 million a year somewhere. Maybe you end up re-signing him for roughly the same as Sam Darnold's making, and you still have two quarterbacks on your roster who are making about as much as you would have with a top-flight quarterback. Is that the ideal way that a team wants to build at the quarterback position? Probably not, but there's philosophy and there's reality. The reality right now for the Panthers is they are committed to that money to Sam Darnold in 2022. They also don't know at this point, is he the long-term answer for the team? And it's going to depend on how Cam Newton plays the rest of the way here, whether or not he could be in that mix as well. Let's also not confuse nine snaps against Arizona with him playing an entire game going forward here. Again, we have seen Cam... Play his best football back in 2018. A big thing right now is he is healthy. When they examine, I was told, the shoulder and the foot, they feel good about it in terms of medically where he's at. And Cam feels really good about it, too. Is he going to be the Cam of 2015 where he was both a run and a pass threat doing all the things that he did on the field? Maybe he's not at that level again at this stage in his career, but he's feeling better than he has in several years here. And so there's at least early optimism that maybe he'll be able to capture it. The right. fact that he's going to be motivated, the fact he's going to be dialed in, don't want him pulling off his helmet and taking a 15-yard penalty after every touchdown, but they're optimistic. They're going to get the best that Cam can be given where he's at right now. Yeah, it, it is kind of interesting. I'm glad you mentioned that about the health because I wanted to, to get to that point because there were certainly at times in this first season with New England where the shoulder didn't necessarily look like it might have been right, but glad to hear that he is uh, healthy and that the, the Panthers uh, feel the same way uh, bringing him in here. Now, you talk about the possibility of both of these quarterbacks, Darnold and Cam Newton, being on the roster in 2022. Does that preclude them, though, from trying to take another big swing if they feel like, you know, a Deshaun Watson or somebody else, you know, maybe even an Aaron Rodgers out there might be available? It, w- would you feel like the Panthers are still in that market this coming offseason? I would tell you this, Rhett. Panthers owner David Tepper is not going to stop until he feels like he has a franchise quarterback. So what they get out of Cam the rest of this season, what potentially they get out of Sam Darnold if he comes back, if Cam doesn't play well and Darnold gets back onto the field, all that is going to impact their decision-making as they move forward. Now, let's also remember a few weeks ago before the trade deadline, there was a renewed exploration of the possibility of bringing in Deshaun Watson, a situation now that we know is not going to play out until after this season. That is extremely complicated situation. There are serious allegations of sexual misconduct in 22 civil lawsuits, a police investigation, an NFL investigation, all of which remain open, and there may not be answers on all that before free agency or even the draft because those civil cases are not scheduled to go to trial until at least May. And on the criminal side, nobody has control over the timeline, which also impacts the NFL investigation because the NFL does not interfere with police investigations until that criminal side is wrapped up. The NFL will not be able to ramp things up and make a determination on a possible suspension. So there are a lot of moving parts here. What they can evaluate right now is... What does Cam Newton do over the second half of this season? What, if anything, does Sam Darnold do as they move forward? 
P.J. Walker certainly still on the roster if he ends up playing a little bit more. They've got a lot of things that they can look at right now yeah. that dictates how they approach things into the offseason. But again, let's be very clear on this. David Tepper will not stop until he has a franchise quarterback. They were in on Matthew Stafford. They were Stafford, in on Deshaun right? Watson at multiple occasions in the offseason. I would certainly anticipate they're going to explore all that again. But let's see what Cam does and how that impacts their plans. It would be certainly a great story to have a second run with a franchise that drafted him number one overall back in 2011. And even more good news, of course, as you guys have been reporting, Cam now fully vaccinated after COVID might have played a part in his release from the Patriots after dealing with another COVID issue back in training camp. Ahead here on the Inside Report, how COVID might play a role moving forward this NFL season as we get closer to playoff races next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back here with Tom Pelissero, who has been uh, our authority on COVID-19. Unfortunately, over the course of the last year and a half, Tom did a great job uh, covering the NFL's, uh, you know, reaction to the virus, the protocols that have been put in place, and some of the circumstances that we've had to deal with as a result of COVID-19. One of those we saw just this past week. For one, the Browns missed their top two running backs with Kareem Hunt already out, Nick Chubb, Demetric Felton out. So we saw Dearness Johnson again and what was a blowout loss to the Patriots. And then for the Pittsburgh Steelers, very late in the week on Saturday, finding out Ben Roethlisberger uh, who tested positive for covid 
out for their game against the Detroit Lions, one that ended in a tie. So we're seeing some real effects here for certain teams. Uh, do you get a sense of how the league and how teams are preparing for potential playoff complications due to COVID-19 this year, Tom? Red, this has been part of the overall roster building uh, plan that teams have had since the start of the 2020 season. Now, obviously, the circumstances have changed. The rules have changed the way that uh, the NFL and on a broader level, the United States society is dealing with the pandemic has evolved over that time. And it is going to continue to evolve. What everybody has learned to do is be adaptable above all else. And you do have to have contingencies. We've even seen teams like for instance, the Denver Broncos this past weekend after they knew that Sam or that their uh, Drew Locke had tested positive in the previous week, that perhaps another situation might pop up when Pat Shermer, the offensive coordinator, tested positive. They added an extra quarterback to their practice squad just in case because they did not want to have another Kendall Hinton situation. Right. You saw how the Browns proactively added multiple running backs to their practice squad last week just in case something would have happened to Dearness Johnson. All these are situations that teams have planned for, and the rules continue to allow teams to have more roster flexibility all the way up to game day if, for instance, like Star Latulale from the Bills tested positive on game day and the Bills were able to elevate somebody to take his place. There's not much that you can do about it in terms of players testing positive for COVID. Obviously, you can take precautions. We know that the rules are different for vaccinated individuals versus unvaccinated individuals within facilities. There are not the requirements for vaccinated individuals to wear masks. There are not the requirements for vaccinated individuals to be socially distanced. They can eat together. They can do other things that would not have been permissible in 2020. So even though, based upon the NFL's data, the positivity rate has remained three to seven times higher for unvaccinated individuals versus vaccinated individuals. We've still seen, just based on simple math, because 90 plus percent of everyone in the league is vaccinated, more cases among vaccinated individuals than unvaccinated individuals. It is not a cure-all. It is not a one-stop shop to be able to fix COVID. You're going to continue to see positive cases, even among people who try to do everything right. So absolutely, it could impact teams in the playoff run. One yeah. thing to keep in mind, and Aaron Rodgers actually brought this up after his positive test, if you test positive it, as an unvaccinated individual or vaccinated individual, you are out of the testing requirements for the next 90 days because there are, of course, people who can test positive in perpetuity or for months on end. Right. You're able to return to the facility after 10 days. Then for 90 days, unvaccinated individuals are out of the daily testing protocols. You still have symptom checks. You still test on a weekly basis. But point being, if you are impacted by COVID at this point in the season, then you know you're not going to be impacted by it later, even though there continue to be other restrictions on unvaccinated individuals within facilities. And, and Tom, one of the headlines this offseason was the NFL, I guess, amending the protocols to say that if there is an outbreak among unvaccinated individuals within a certain team, there will not be any special circumstances made to postpone a game like we saw last year on a number of occasions. Is there any sense that if a team is dealing with a number or a cluster of cases among vaccinated uh, individuals in a playoff situation that there might be a postponement of some sort to ensure the quality of play and the best possible competition uh, in a postseason game? 
Well, Rhett, first of all, if you're talking about vaccinated individuals being the source of the outbreak, then the NFL would, based upon the letter of those protocols that went out back in July, be willing to make certain adjustments. It's if you have an outbreak that traces back to an unvaccinated individual, that's where you would have a potential forfeit situation. But it's important to note, we're sitting here heading into the last game as we record this of week 10 of the NFL season. There has not been a single game rescheduled, nor has there been, based on the NFL's definition and the NFL medical team's definition, an outbreak of COVID within the NFL. You have seen clusters of cases. You have seen situations where you have transmission from one individual to another, but you have not seen dozens of people testing positive like happened in Baltimore last year, like happened in Tennessee last year, even though, again, vaccinated individuals on a regular basis are walking around the facility without masks, sitting right next to each other in team meetings. That's one of the things that Dr. Alan Sills has pointed to as evidence that you do get protection from the vaccine, that they are effective, even though, again, there have been many, many cases among vaccinated individuals where you've got 94% plus of players, over 99% of staff that are vaccinated, Naturally, you're going to have more positive cases among vaccinated individuals. But we have not gotten into a situation where you have an outbreak, which would be defined as uncontrolled spread. You have seen teams with clusters. Again, we saw one in Denver. There was an ongoing situation for a while in Chicago. Obviously, you've got a series of cases in Cleveland recently. It will be worth monitoring what's happening in Pittsburgh as things move forward here. Now, are there COVID contingencies for the scheduling folks? I guarantee they are because the NFL is never caught flat-footed on these things. There's a lot of COVID still within communities right now, and that is increasingly going to be a concern as you move into the holiday season, people traveling around the country, seeing family and potentially spreading the virus. People have to continue to take precautions and NFL teams to a certain degree, are continuing to do that. Yeah, and it's no shock that we've seen this with the Broncos, as uh, Denver has certainly been one of those communities that has seen uh, a big uptick in COVID cases uh, around the country. And so, Tom, just to put a button on this, there are no additional safeguards or guidelines in place to ensure a full playoff slate. I feel like the protocols they put in place at the beginning of the season would still hold true and ensure the best possible competitive outcomes in the postseason. Is that correct? Right. There were new protocols that were put out about a week ago. And if anything, they relaxed some of the restrictions that had been in place in terms of just new scientific data that suggests that COVID is not spread by touching certain surfaces. So now you can have not single use utensils. You can have not individually boxed meals after games. You can have shared water bottles on the field, which nobody realizes for a year and a half You had to have an individual water bottle for every different player on the field, which is just a logistical thing that people have to deal with as you go through the course of the season. So, no, there's not been anything instituted in terms of ramping up more frequent testing, in terms of reinstituting restrictions. It's also important to understand that even though we talk about the difference between unvaccinated players being tested on a daily basis, vaccinated players and other staff being tested on a weekly basis, if you have symptoms, you are tested. If you are a close contact exposure, you are tested. In other words, if there is evidence that maybe you have been exposed, then they do take those precautions. You go into a different phase of the protocol, even though you're not forced to isolate as a vaccinated individual. And that part of the reason why we have seen such limited numbers in terms of spreads as we've been talking about here. Tom Pelissero, thanks so much. Always appreciate your command of these difficult subjects. Thanks, Tom. You got it right.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. We're back with you on Wednesday for a look ahead to week 11 in the NFL. Reminder to download, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka, I'm Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.